Hey everybody, welcome to a Kingdom Project podcast. I'm your host Joseph Sanchez, alongside with Ernie, and we have a special guest, Amba Mike. What's up, brother? Amba right. Mike. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm fired up, man. Excellent. Glad, glad to see you guys. Um, mm-hmm. Breaking bread with each other—it's always a honor and 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 a blessing. So um, <laughs> we've been talking about the parables. And we're going to continue with our series. Um, we hope that everyone's been getting blessed by our messages and um, um, taking something in. We know that you can't take it all in at once, but um, if it's little by little, um, it, that's what it's all about. So, Ernie, um, take it away, brother. All right. Um, so good to have uh, Amba, which stands for Ambassador Mike, with us today. And, uh, of course, our host, Joseph Sanchez, has been such a blessing to my life and uh, to both of us. And we're so thankful for him opening his home, his heart to us, and allowing us to partner together for creating Kingdom Project. This is actually a vision that Joseph had. God gave him the vision for this kingdom project. Uh, Little did we know what God intended and uh, how it was all going to come together. Um, I remember when we first started talking about it, it just seemed like uh, maybe a dream or something. And and then all of a sudden, um, Joseph started taking steps to um, purchase equipment and began to research and study and um, he got himself ready and um, after that the Lord just kind of moved on us and we just said okay Lord let's let's just go ahead and let's see what God does and so we are on number I don't know which I think this is 24 I think this is episode 24 24 yeah wow yeah that's amazing yeah right so. and it's been quite a journey as we've sat together here um in his dining room area and have like coffee and today we have some fresh manna mm. uh and croissants <laughs> so we're 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 just enjoying uh each other's you know presence but also especially the presence of the lord and we hope that you as you listen are able to connect with his presence and his peace um, because um, an encounter is life-changing, life-altering, and many times all we need is to hear a word from God, uh, receive a revelation, um, or to just receive a confirmation of what we think we're hearing Mm -hmm. God has a way of progressively unfolding things, unveiling things to us. And as we go into um, the unveiling of the kingdom's mysteries in Matthew 13, um, we did leave off uh, last podcast. And uh, I'm going to ask if Joseph, if you would read Matthew 13, 34, because we began to realize that... Um, the king of the kingdom speaks in parables. 
And it's very interesting to me that as we start off, how deep these parables really are. And they do have mysteries in them, secrets, things that are spiritual truths that when you begin to realize that this is how the Lord was speaking in those days, you understand that you can't just take everything at the surface level, but we need to go deeper and ask the Spirit of God who knows everything about God and reveals those things to us to guide us and direct us even now as we're doing our podcast. So go ahead, Joseph. Amen. So um, Matthew... 13:34 says all these things Jesus said to the crowds in parables indeed he said nothing to them without a parable this was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet i will open my mouth in parables i will utter what has been hidden since the foundation of the world so again we're we're just uh, reflecting on the king and how he spoke in parables uh, and Psalm 78, 2, I'm going to read that to you this morning. Actually, I'll start with Psalm 78, 1. Uh, I actually perused this whole psalm, and it's just awesome. You know, the Word of God is so amazing. It's so full of life, and uh, you're, you're touching God's, you know, economy when you open the book and you pray the Spirit to reveal light to you and give you instruction and insight and this morning I was reading this Psalms and I read the whole thing and it's really like a rehearsal of all that God did for Israel and their journey but listen to the beginning of it it says give ear O my people to my law incline your ears to the words of my mouth I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old. Wow. Okay. And so it continues. If you get a chance to read that whole psalm, I, I believe it will bless you when you see how the Lord, you know, sometimes takes us to a place to go deeper and understand some of those parables, dark sayings, um, truths that are hidden, um, mysteries, so that we can um, just glean and feed on them and receive them. And they are secretions of Christ. Wow. And you said of old. So it's not something like that's new, you know. It, I feel like... I don't know. For me, it's been buried throughout time. Right. You know, and it's finally being revealed. Right. In a fresh new way, you know, because it's been buried, whether it's been buried by your trauma or your programming or, you know. Right, right. Because it says the word was from the beginning, you know. Begin from the beginning was the word, you know. So he was there from the foundations. Yes. Of all creation. And so, man, it just blows my mind to, uh, to read stuff like this, you know, mm. prophecy and stuff. Oh. Right. Um, I'm reminded of, uh, of Proverbs um, 25, uh, 
2 and 3, and it's, as the word says, that it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out. As the heavens are high and the earth is deep, so the hearts of kings cannot be searched. That's right. Wow. Wow. So God isn't hiding it um, uh, from us, but he's hiding it for us yeah. so that we might develop. It's, have you ever heard that saying, it's not what you... Um, achieve uh, in the process but what you become mm-hmm. um, and sometimes I think it's that journey that development that takes place in the journey of, of seeking God and mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, the deeper things right. going beyond mm-hmm. the superficial yeah you're right so <clears throat> um, it's funny because the next scripture I have um uh, Joseph is Ephesians 1 4. Ephesians 1 4. And because of, you know, what you spoke about, the old, right? right? And it already being there. And uh, and then Pastor Mike's talking about, of course, it's it, there's a glory in discovering what was hidden, not uh, from us, but for us. But look at Ephesians 1, 4 with me. Ephesians 1, 4. Okay, it says, Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will to the praise of his glorious grace which with which he has blessed us in the beloved and so uh, there it is that even before the foundation of the world he chose us that we should be holy and without blame i mean when you start looking at god and you know the way he operates and the way he communicates and uh, how he reveals himself, um, the way he speaks, it's progressive. And he's been speaking all along, even from eternity past. Mm -hmm. So we are just coming into some of what we were talking about before we started the podcast, the word, the sounds the echoes right of yeah. what God is speaking yeah. or has spoken already yeah and so there's an unveiling of it and it's intensifying in this particular season right now mm-hmm. everything is intensified so when you get to the end of the book at the consummation of the age you see everything intensified it's bigger it's larger it's accelerated and we're in that move and shift right now as we look at this at this podcast and we can we can also identify where where am i right now Mm. yeah and so even though the parables were written so long ago they are pictures of us today and where we're at and what's happening 
especially in the body of Christ and in the church world and in the plan of God and his purpose. So, because he's going to fulfill it, it's going to happen. Yeah. Nothing can stop him. Right. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. God will not be defeated. He will finish what he started. Um, it's, it's going to take place, and we see it all in the scripture, yeah. how it all plays out. So that's amazing to me that we have that. And we're sometimes maybe not understanding the real value of it, but also what it really means or what it's really saying to us mm. because it's in a parable that he spoke, right. which means there's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of types and figures and, you know, all kinds of similitudes and different things that we have to really go deep into and discover yeah. so that that's really exciting was, to me i was in first john this morning you know during my devotionals and my time with the lord and um he brought me to uh first john 27 and it kind of supplements what you're what you're what you're speaking of it says but the anointing that you received from him abides in you and you have no need that anyone should teach you but as his anointing teaches you about everything and is true and is no lie, just as it has taught you, abide in him. And so that resonated with me because in my life, I thought I knew the Lord. But when he took me through the trials that I did, that, that he did, and you hear this certain ring or this certain sound, like you guys are talking about sounds, and it just, it, it hits a different frequency when you hear the spirit of truth. It's amplified, it's... It's, you know, that's true. That resonates with me. And deep down in your spirit, you're like, man, everything else is just rubbish of what I've been doing, you know? It's like you, you said before, yeah. like, how's that working out for you? Right. And it really makes you reflect on your life. And when I first heard the message of the kingdom, it, it was a certain sound that was supreme. Let me tell mm. you. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> so <laughs> It made your baby leap. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it was life life altering, let me tell you. Wow. Yes. And testimony of that. We're that you know, and that's so true. And those frequencies, um, it's almost like um voice recognition is those frequencies and when we put ourselves in those atmospheres or under that teaching, it unlocks things inside of mm. us. It opens yeah. up um, yeah. And it's not that it's something brand new, but it's new to us or we gain this awareness of the deeper things of God or the mysteries that we, we know right there in Matthew 13. He's, he's talking about, you know, revealing the mysteries or the, the confidential information. Mm. Um, and we know that you can't just, we can't just entrust confidential information. We can't you know, just run around and tell everybody our, our personal life or the deep things about us. Mm. It has to be someone that we trust, somebody right. that we have a, a good connection with. And I think the same holds true with God. He wants our heart so that he, and he wants to reveal, he wants to, to uh, send this frequency out to help unlock those hidden things inside of us. Yeah. That is so true. That's powerful. Yeah, there's so much truth in that. Yeah. Amen. So we're kind of doing um, a short review today 
um, and just looking at where exactly we are with the parables. And so um, they're really kind of divided into two groups. Um, and so there are seven of them. And as you know, the number seven is very symbolic, significant in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay, Seven stands for completion. Uh, can also be used to signify perfection. Okay, so the number seven is really full. Okay, it's a fullness. And so the number seven can be broken down to six plus one. And each number, by the way, has a symbolic kind of interpretation or meaning in the scriptures. That's why we need to learn what those are to recognize what, why it's the number three they're using, the mm -hmm. author or the writer included three days. Why did he say it that way? Because we know three stands for resurrection and so on and so forth with all the numbers. So with certain numbers like seven, you can also break them down to six plus one or three plus four or four plus three. So when it comes to the seven churches in Revelations chapter two and three, they're made up of three plus four. The first three churches are significant, okay? And um, there's a reason why there's, um, they're distinct. And then the last four churches mentioned also um, have, you know, a, a similar uh, significance or purpose, okay? But the seven parables in Matthew 13 are made up of four plus three. The first four, okay, are distinct, okay, and have a very distinctive uh, purpose as to even the type of parable and how they're pictured, okay? So we'll, we'll talk about it in just a second. But the first four parables were given in the open air. In fact, if you remember, you go back, we saw that it was Jesus in the boat mm -hmm. speaking and releasing the four parables publicly in verses 2 and 34, you see it in Matthew 13, okay? He talked about the parable of the sower, the parable of the tares, the parable of the mustard seed, and the parable of the leaven, four of them, okay? But the last three parables were given in private to the disciples in a house. You can see that in verse 36. You said the last three? The last, last three parables, okay? First four public, last three private. So that indicates that the things covered in the last three parables are even more hidden than the first four. So each of the first four parables, they had something related to eating. The first four. Okay? In other words, a matter of food. That's an intentional because God's intention is to have a people on the earth to be citizens of his kingdom. And these people must be like food to satisfy not just people, okay, man, but God, both. Mm -hmm. So the first four represents 
how that God uses the analogy of eating and food. He uses it throughout the whole Bible. There's a whole principle of eating throughout and diet throughout the whole Bible. And so he is uh, picturing in the first four parables how man becomes transformed to become food. And so those first four are all about food, okay? But then as we read and we studied, the enemy came in, remember? And he planted tares among the wheat, trying Mm -hmm. to frustrate the growth of the wheat and damage it, which is still happening today, right? So are you moving past the topic of food? No. Okay. I will, though. Let me know before you... Well, I just want to... I'm going to interject really quick. Go ahead. So, you know, when, when Jesus said... I'd rather you be hot or cold um, because if you're lukewarm, I'll vomit you out of my mouth. Um, that would, in essence, say that that we're in his mouth, that he's actually tasting our fruit, right? Mm, exactly. Mm. That's, that's a great picture. Yes, totally. Yeah. And that's why I mentioned the not just being satisfaction for man okay to be nourished on to be fed but also to satisfy god Mm. because when you think about the old testament offerings okay which a lot of them included food okay the priest would actually eat the offerings man but only a portion a half of it and the other half was for god so it's the picture of the old testament Mm. That we're seeing here in Matthew 13. Just like the Passover meal, they would take the lamb and sacrifice it, and then they would eat the lamb. Yes. Right. Right. The Seder. The Seder, exactly. So, but we see the enemy, and through the through the parables, we see the enemies, how he's, he's trying to infiltrate and frustrate, you know, the plan of God, the growth. He's trying to, if he can't totally stop it, damage it, mm. which we see today still happening. Okay, So these four parables are happening today, not just back when Jesus taught them. Okay, They were happening in those days as well, but they are still happening today um, because the enemy, he comes and he's trying to do everything he can, you know, to in some way keep people from their uh, their design, their identity, and their destiny. So he's disrupting the signal. He's disrupting the frequency. Yeah. That's right. Wow. That's right. Or he's sending a false signal. Wow. Right? Yeah. That people are listening and tuning into. Wow. Instead of the authentic and the genuine. Yeah, exactly. The beautiful. I feel like the word is so beautiful. It's, you know? it's <laughs> but we want to take the smooth, you know, like the un, like whatever's more smooth and not the beautiful, the true beauty in it, in, in the word. Yeah, that, that's our flesh. And God was showing me the other day. Our flesh wants the convenient. It's want it wants comfort, convenience, and familiarity. Yeah. Whatever we're used to, whatever mm. we've done in the past. We just want want convenience, comfort, and familiarity. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking um, about this mysteries that it's <coughs> it's kind of in code 
that God is, he's given us the word, but there's parts or deeper things that are encoded. Mm-hmm. And he's given us the ability to, to crack the code. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. A decoder. A decoder. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I love it. Um, so as, as you look at the enemy's attempts also to frustrate the growth of the wheat and damage it, some of the wheat has grown up and multiplied. And so it moves to the next parable where there's a meal revealed in the fourth parable. Okay? And it's used with fine flour, which was the wheat. Okay? So it's progressive. If you look at these four parables together, there's something being revealed unfolding there about a genuine believer. Okay? Um, there are many believers in the church today in Christendom. And by the way, the first four parables are a picture of Christendom today. All right? So keep that, you know, tucked away in your heart. That's what it's a picture of. But as you can see, there are things happening in Christendom that are not according to God's, you know, operations, his plans, and his building, what he's doing. And so we see that because even though the enemy is trying to, and all through those four parables, we see him trying to thwart everything, okay? Um, the reason the Lord sowed the wheat um, was to have fine flour so that he could have bread, okay? Yeah. And so the enemy sowed the tares to frustrate the, go- the, the growth, but God won't be defeated. Some wheat grew and produced grain, that became a loaf. But while that was happening, Satan caused the mustard seed okay, to grow abnormally. Uh, I call it disproportionately into a big tree. That's against its nature. The mustard seed isn't supposed to grow up into a tree. It's supposed to be a herb, a bush. So something happened that we're not told, you don't, you don't get the explanation, but it lost its purpose or its function of producing food. The mustard seed. It's no longer able to produce the fruit that it was created to and that God you know, uh, put in order when he said, uh, every seed will produce after its what? its own kind the mustard seed is not producing after its own kind in this parable it's a negative connotation it became a large tree with branches where the birds came and nested in it it's a picture of christendom today okay it became a large tree that was an evil lodge for the birds that came and nested in it that were explained in the parables in matthew 13 as the birds were evil. They were satanic. People do not interpret this parable that way, okay? I'm telling you, we, we miss it, okay? So this is a picture of Christendom today. Big buildings, Christian organizations, hierarchies, mega churches, big, huge branches. But within the branches is nesting some things that are not good. Okay, 
they're, they're not, they're evil. The enemy has brought birds to plant and to nest. It's funny because we've been talking about eagles nesting. Uh, Pastor Mike and I, we've mm -hmm. been mentioning a lot about eagles lately. And, and I also got into another meeting where they were talking about nesting. So I'm very interested in going there. Maybe we'll bring that once we get more insight yeah. uh, to the features of nesting that we're experiencing. Amen. But so the uh, the herb, uh, Satan took this fourth step and added leaven to the fine flour. In other words, I, I call it Satan's seduction. He's very subtle, but he brings mixture into the church into Christianity yeah. and the Bible says even a little bit of leaven leavens wow. the whole lump yeah. wow. are you getting the picture God's God's moving today yeah. to bring us not just to be genuine believers but to become overcomers mm. because that's what the last three parables are about it's a picture of the overcoming Christians. Mm. The first four is Christendom. They have believers in them. They're genuine. They're authentic. But they're like wheat. Okay? There's nothing wrong with that. It's supposed to be. Because God's using the wheat to transform it into food. But the last three, they get transformed even more and go deeper and become overcomers and become gold, mm -hmm. silver, pearls is that tied in with like the salvation of the soul yes okay so the first four we could say is obviously the spirit right because that's a gift yes the salvation of, of the spirit mm -hmm. wow <laughs> yeah are you getting it yeah that's good <laughs> that's crazy man. i love it when the light comes on <laughs> that's exactly right yeah. we're not questioning whether a, a believer is saved or not right okay because they they come into, um, you know, Christendom through the gift of salvation and, and receive, you know, mm -hmm. um, what Christ has done. But what we're talking about is even more, okay, that's available transformation, which you started out with the spirit, but then we know it goes to the soul. soul. And then eventually the body. And then eventually the glorified body the complete salvation, the picture of it. You're totally right. Wow. The, Jesus said a grain of wheat cannot, uh, is alone unless it goes, Ooh. dies and goes into the ground. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. That's, that's like the crucified Christ, right? Yeah. Or a crucified yeah. man. Like in first Corinthians, you know, the wisdom of, of Christ is the crucified Christ. You know, mm. where he talks to the, Yes. In First Corinthians. Yeah. Yeah. It goes all full circle. You know, all the parallels in the Bible is just, man, this book now, is so fascinating. That's one thing about bread is it's it's has gone through a process. It's natural elements, but they've gone through a process. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. And and it's it's totally something. When you look at it, you're going to see. Look at First Corinthians three nine with me, okay? Because the first four parables are related to the field or a farm. 
And so 1 Corinthians 3, 9. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. Okay. Right? Oh. <laughs> and, 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 and so God's farm is producing something. Yeah. Okay. And it does produce what you read later in that chapter in 1 Corinthians 3, gold, silver, precious stones, but also hay, stubble, and I forget what else. Is it wood? Wood, hay, wood, stubble. stubble. Okay. Which has to do with building. Because it says there in that verse, you're not only a farm or a field, but you're also a building. Right. So there's two aspects right, of, of who we are in Christ as, as the church, as the body. We're, we're mm. a field, and then we're also the building. Yeah. So there's a transformation of materials for building. The wheat comes in, right, and it's being transformed to be food, but it's literally going to go through a whole nother process to become, how do you make, you know, fine flour or food, gold, silver, pearls, precious stones. Oh, yeah. There's no way you and I can do that. Yeah. It's God who gives the growth. We mm. water, we plant, we water, but God gives the growth. God is the one that is the transforming agent in our lives. You can't even make it happen as much as you want to and will it to happen. It only comes as God, mm. you know, is given management by you surrendering and cooperating with him. Yeah. And depending on him yeah. to do it in you, through you. You, you, have, uh, you have a responsibility to respond in your behavior and make choices how you're going to live that out and you know be led by the spirit and live by the spirit or you can continue to make the wrong choices and decision and you you yourself can short circuit the transforming work of the holy spirit in your life and not cooperate mm. it's it's up to us that's where our free will comes in yeah that's where we get in trouble sometimes right. you know but as long as we're seen and cooperating with him and surrendering to him, he begins to do the work in us. Amen. That's, that's the power of grace that we've been given. The ability to cooperate and to allow him to bring transforming work within us that only he can do. So, so God's farm is for God's building. That means the things of life, the things of life. So the first four parables are related to God's farm for growing Christ into the kingdom. The following two parables we're going to study on our next podcast, which is five and six, are related to transformation for producing precious materials. Oh, good. That's where we're headed. Okay. We took time to go through this just to prepare ourselves 
to go into the last three parables because they are hidden even deeper on purpose. That means there's probably a lot more, you know, spiritual meaning to them. Because you can imagine, publicly you say a lot of things, but you you were talking about it, Pastor Mike, this morning. You you were talking about, but you don't just share with anybody all okay. your personal stuff. You share with those you're really connected with, that you're intimate with, mm-hmm. that you you know you've developed relationship with, and and you go there with, and that's a picture of the parables. Mm. The first four, Jesus just let it go, and and everybody heard it, yeah, but they couldn't receive it and understand it because it was in parables but he you know took that and he explained to his disciples what those parables were about right right but now he takes them in the house come on guys now it's let's go have some coffee together and sit together just us now it's vip and now yes (laughs) and enjoy some what was the bread and and, portos And enjoy some portos. And enjoy, <laughs> enjoy some portos together, you know, because I've got some stuff I, I want to share with you that it's for sons of quality. Mm. Intimacy. Yeah. Wow. And so imagine how privileged we are and honored we are that God is doing that with us. And bringing us into an intimate time and season where he is confiding in us. And, you know, he's um, revealing himself to us and his words and depositing in us. Mm. Strategies and strategies and wisdom. solutions, yeah, solutions. And instructions. Mm. And I'm like, that's precious. Holy yeah. moly. I don't even have words for it. Yeah. Don't. Right? But we we have come into that. Yeah. No doubt about it. And if you're listening to this podcast, God is inviting you to come in deeper and open up to his teaching mm-hmm. and to what Joseph talked about, his spirit revealing truth to you because you have the anointing that teaches you and that God will begin to give you revelation which is life Mm -hmm. exactly Pastor Mike yes we know that these parables are are all referring to the kingdom too Mm -hmm. so this is like a kingdom code that he's a king, a deeper revelation or understanding about the operations of the government or structure of God, and so as we uh, grow in these things, we're we're accessing greater levels, we're uh, we're experiencing greater levels, and we're also entrusted mm. within greater levels. Wow, that's intense. Amen. Amen. So the invitation to the next podcast is we're gonna we're gonna end here is that you see that the first four parables picture the genuine believer, but the next three are going to picture the overcomer. So hope to see you there.
I'm excited. Yeah. God bless you. Mike. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll see you there. All right, guys. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Um, until next time, uh, Pastor Mike, I'll put his information in the show notes. Um, he has um, his ministry over in San Bernardino. I'll put all the information in the show notes. Um, yeah. Love you guys. God bless.